to help us in our Christian walk and to help us to understand other people. One of the things that there's so many different divisions going on now that you don't know what to say to who. Because of this group, then there's just all of this stuff going on. But it's because things have changed. Uh, in every aspect, change, things have changed, but the Word of God stays the same. That's right. And so uh, one of the things I want to talk about this morning briefly is you sometimes, remember, they are carnal Christians, babes in Christ, mature Christians, and elite Christians. They fall in that category. Carnal Christians are people that are saved, but they still live in the flesh. Right. And babes, you know what babes are. And then, you, of course, you have the, uh, uh, the mature Christians and then the elite. What happens too many times is you have to understand who you're talking to. You have to understand who you're talking to because in some cases, you're talking to people, look at me, right in my mouth. You know what an opinion is? It's your flesh. You're speaking out of your flesh. Right. That's what an opinion is. Because everybody's got one. You remember the little joke, everybody's got one like such and such is? All right, I didn't say the such and such, but y'all know what I'm saying, right? You see, you know, and you've all heard it and said it. All right? So a lot of people are speaking out of their flesh. And you remember, uh, we talked about last week a little bit, and a lot of times when you're talking to someone, you need to know what spirit they're talking out of. Sometimes people talk out of pain, you know, out of pain. And sometimes people talk out of frustration. And, and you know, sometimes people talk out of, of uh, this mental illness that's big now. It's not big, it's been here. We're just now just uh, acknowledging it. Does that make sense what I'm talking about? And so, uh, in other words, they're talking out of their flesh. And so what basically is, a lot of times, I have to listen to people. Uh, and if, if is anyone in here, they won't know. Don't look. Don't everybody look at me. And I only want somebody to raise their hand in here if they're 78. So there's nobody in here 78 or 77, right? So guess what? I've done something that nobody in here has done. I'm 77. <laughs> You understand what I'm talking about? And uh, uh, so what, what happens is, I talk to a lot of people who think they're unique. I hate to tell you, you're not unique. There's nothing that hasn't been said that ain't been said before. There's nothing that hasn't been done that hasn't been done, done before. And so uh, we need to have that, remember you talked about it, how we need to love one another and appreciate one another. You all got 20, 27 years ago today, what time is it, 10.30? I was in the operating room for the first bout of cancer, 27 years ago today, all right? And uh, God has blessed me to be here, right? So, I, so that's, there's another thing I can tell somebody, how it feels to overcome cancer, and this is my seventh time, seventh time cancer survivor, okay? So sometimes when I listen to people talk about things, they're really kind of boring to me, because you're not unique, ain't nothing new. Do you understand? And so I have to be very compassionate and uh, understand that there are certain people that I can't be around because if I'm not careful, 
then I'll get sucked into where they at. Because, you know, I'm saved. You know, old folks say saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, right? But Johnny Fields is laying dormant in there. You see, and, and he's very careful. He, if he's not careful, he'll come up and come alive. So as a Christian, as a Christian, I have to be careful who I talk to. Does that make sense? Right. Now, have you ever talked to some, well, maybe you all, because y'all may be the elite. Uh, but some of us have talked to, have you ever talked to someone and you remember what your grandma said or your mother said, and I didn't get this until I got older. If it wasn't for the Lord. And what they were saying was, if it wasn't for the Lord, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? And so I'm careful of who I listen to. Listen to me. I'm careful of who I hear. I listen to a lot of people, but I'm careful of who I hear because there's no such thing as buttons that can't be pushed. Now, I want to tell you something. In my household, there's no confusion at all, ever, ever. We don't have Gwen, Sister Gwen, and I don't. Now, if I would go up to someone and say, well, you know, I got a good household. You know what they'd say? But, you know, everybody's got, you know what they're saying is, no, I got. Because you don't know what's going on in mine. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, if you really want to know somebody's business, you can put them in a trick and say, you know, I had a perfect day today. And they said, well, nobody has a perfect day. They're telling you they ain't had a perfect day. That's right. You see, if you, uh, there's a lot of married couples in it. You say, I got a, we got a great marriage. You know what they're going to say? Well, there's always some problems in everybody's marriage. What they're telling you, there's some problems in theirs because they don't know what's going on in yours. Are you with me? So I don't talk to people too much. Uh, I, I like the scripture, 2 Corinthians 4, uh, 6 and 14. And we're gonna, I'm going to repeat myself quite a bit today, but that's okay because you need to hear it. Amen. Amen. First from the message. Let me do this again. Do it again. I'm going to repeat myself today because... You, 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 you need to hear it, okay? All right, here we go. All right? It says in the message, don't become partners with those who reject God. Now, if you are a Christian person, now I ain't talking about church going, because a lot of folks go to church and Christian. Because Christian means really Christ-like. Because some folks are Baptists. That don't mean you're a Christian. You can be a Baptist and not be a Christian. You can be a Methodist and not be a Christian. You can be Pentecostal and not be a Christian, right? What are we interdenominational? That's just something we had to use. We're in a denomination, so you can go to an interdenominational church and not be a Christian. Right. All right, so I'm talking about Christian folks, okay? Because Christian people don't have opinions because they go with this. Right. Now, I believe that the Bible says, do not, let's do this one, it's easy for you. Do not steal. Doesn't it say do not steal? Yeah. So, and if I was hungry, if I was hungry, okay, I'm stealing me something. And the rest of you would too. I ain't going to starve. I'm going to get me something. But it don't change nothing in here. Right. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Right. It don't change nothing in here. Oh, yeah, there's some preachers that get up here and say, I'm going to trust in the Lord. I'm stealing me something. Because I ain't going to. Y'all know how it is to starve? Read it. Read it. 
what you go to start. And we say a lot of things, but it don't change this. You see, but I have, you know, say, and sometimes when I'm up here, you all hear me say, now, this is Johnny speaking. Don't I say that? Yeah. That means that's an opinion. That's me. And I can say anything I want to say. And, and that's why it bothers me with preacher worshipers. It bothers me. I call them preacher, preacher worshipers. Because sometimes you know, all we got is an anointing to preach the gospel. But sometimes I don't like it. Amen. You know what I'm saying? You see, but it doesn't matter because it don't change this. That's right. So you all right? You everybody all right? So you figure this out. So there's a there's no we got too much debating going on. I never debate with anybody. I'm serious. They got their opinion. I got mine. But opinions are from the flesh, and it don't change this. All right. And so I don't deal with people who reject God. How can I have people who reject God? And I'm a Christian. Sooner or later. We're going to get into a confrontation of some kind, and you may not be able to identify which one of us is the Christian. You understand what I'm talking about? So we got to be careful with that. So read, please. The scripture goes on to ask, how can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? You can't make a partnership out of right, right and wrong. Wait a minute. And then guess what it says? That's not partnership. That's what? That's war. That ain't going to be a partnership. That's going to be war. We're getting ready to get this thing on. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be war. Uh, come on here now. Don't y'all get in here and act like uh, there have been more confusion and chaos and fights in church with church members and church boards than people in the White House. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, right. You understand what I'm talking about? Are y'all with me? And so what we're going to do in here, we're going to see there's Pastor Fields and there's you all. And there's this. We go by this. Right. Now, and I'm pretty good at learning it and knowing it. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that I disagree with. Amen. And it doesn't bother God at all. That's right. Because I'd have wrote it different. There's some things in there that I'd have wrote different. Because I believe, you know, now that's pretty deep. Now, he didn't mean literally. Because, uh, right, only you, only you people are like me can say amen when I get to saying. Because, you know, the Bible says if somebody slaps your face, turn another cheek. Mm. <laughs> amen. Amen, Pastor. If somebody comes up here and slaps this cheek, <laughs> we got a problem. Come on. Only the people say amen understand what I'm saying. Amen. You see, and I'm still a Christian, so I can't get around folks that can influence me to the point that Johnny wakes up. Am I the only one in here that's got somebody like You see what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? So we need to be real. So sometimes you need to keep yourself from the situation and the circumstance because you know if you get in that situation and circumstance, they'll push a button and you'll wind up being crazier than they are. You see what I'm saying? So that's why he says don't partner with him. You know, don't go over there. He's warning us that... And this is something that I came up with. This is from the Gospel of Johnny. Some people's weakness is, is stronger than your strength. Right. Some people's weakness is stronger than your strength, and you better know that. And many of you have dealt with him or her. That's right. Okay. So we don't want, that's a war. And, 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 and lights, 
Is light best friends with darkness? No, it's not best friends with darkness. And it ends that one like that. And I want to go ahead on and, and see which other one you want to Passion. use. Okay, that's good. So don't continue to team up with unbelievers and mismatched alliances. What are you doing? You see, there's a thing that's caused a lot of people a lot of problems. And it causes women more problems than men. It's called evangelistic dating. Okay, I'm like, y'all down there. There's a thing that, that comes in here. It's called evangelistic dating. He ain't saved, but I am, and he's cute, and I like him, and he's got a good job, and I'm going to save him. That's called evangelistic dating. Some of y'all have done that. You're laughing at yourself because you've done that. Right? But you were unequally yoked, right? And some people get with somebody on Nicolilioke and the one that was Christian winds up getting choked. Oh, that's just real talk there. That's just real talk. That's real talk there, all right? And this is something we need to teach our young people. It's a new day, but this works the same. And we need to teach it. Unapologetically teach the gospel the way it's supposed to be. All right? Again, it asks the question, what partnership is there between righteousness and rebellion? Who can mingle light with darkness? You can't put them together. They don't mix. Keep going to the next one so I can. From the voice it says, don't develop partnerships with those who are not followers of Jesus' teaching. Their opinions are from the flesh. We want to follow whose teaching? Jesus. Christ Temple North's teaching? Jesus. Hmm. Okay. Johnny Fields is teaching? Jesus. Pastor Fields is teaching. Still Jesus. Wow. Sorry, Pastor. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Here we go. It says, for what real connection can exist between righteousness and rebellion? You can't connect them. It's always going to be a division. You can't connect them. All right. How can light participate in darkness? All right. So we got that. I want to talk about something here that I think is lost, okay? In Psalms 119, one through eight, I wanna talk about something that is lost, okay? It used to be, years ago, it used to be, you all can sit with, come up to the front and sit with her if you want to. You know, we ain't one of them kind of churches. Yeah, we glad to see our sister here. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Is, but everybody's supposed to be living to me anyway. <laughs> How can you resist that? But anyway, here, here we go. There's one thing that has left that we don't use anymore when you read it. You'll see I got it marked. Yeah. The Passion says it this way in verse 1. You're only truly happy when you walk in total integrity. What happened to integrity? Where is integrity at? This is the lowest time in the history of this country where integrity is. You see, there used to be a time when that was important to people, you see. But the word integrity now, when you say integrity, most people have no idea what you're talking about, and they don't want to even deal with integrity. Because in, in most of us, we don't trust anybody. Well, we trust some people, but you understand what I'm saying. Because if you, uh, social media has got folks going berserk. You know, see, and there's some good things on social media, but you know, 
Did Satan use the Bible? And who did he challenge with the Bible? Jesus. Jesus. All right, so don't be looking at me when I say he doesn't use social media also. All right, he, anything that he can get his hands on, he, he uses it, and he can use it on those that are not walking as Christ or in the flesh. I have never got an argument with anybody when I was in the spirit and they were in the Holy Spirit. The one thing that we need to talk about more in churches and among Christians is being baptized by the Holy Ghost. Remember the old folks who say that all the time. You don't even hear that anymore because when both people are baptized by the Holy Ghost and the Holy, we in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, there can't be a division because you're not going to speak out of your flesh. You're going to speak out of the spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I tell you, getting saved changed my whole perspective of things, and, and, and it made me more compassionate and understand, understanding things. I watched, uh, the, I'm a news guy, and I can't even comprehend how you can just, a whole island get burned up. Get burned up. What do you do from there? You see, if you ain't got God, you in trouble. But I heard so many of them talk about their faith. So here we go. We talk about integrity. And let's see if you have integrity. Let's just read my notes. Will you do that? We're going to read my notes. Is that all right, y'all? Say amen. amen. Have some integrity up in here. We're going to start with the definition of integrity. And it says, aligning your conduct with what you know to be excellent. And there's only one excellent thing is when I align, I put my line, my conduct up with Jesus Christ and I'm called a Christian, that means I'm Christ-like. I walk as Christ, I talk as Christ, I think as Christ, I have the spirit of Christ within me. That's when you're lined up. With excellent. We're not here. Quit telling people, somebody says, you can't be perfect. The Bible says be perfect as your father is in heaven. Right. You see, every one of us ought to be striving to be what? Perfect. You ought to be striving to be. Right. You ever see a, how many of y'all are, are what's that team? The Chiefs. How many of y'all are Chiefs fans? Come on now. The Chiefs fans, all right? And who's the best quarterback in football? Patrick Mahomes. And every time he plays, you want him to have a Excellent perfect game. or excellent game. What about your life? You want him to do that on a football field, but what are you doing about your life? You're supposed to be as Christ, right? The last I heard, he was the perfect man. 100% divine, 100% human, and was able to live a perfect life. So we're striving for what? Perfection. All right, here we go. Next, it means having strong moral principles or moral uprightness. So I have strong moral principles and moral uprightnesses, so I'm not going to argue with somebody in the flesh. They're not going to understand me anyway because they're not where I'm at. Their morals and their principles are not where I'm at, and they shouldn't be where you're at. Come on with me. Lastly, Ask yourself, are you a person that has strong values? Come on. What are your values? What are your values? As an individual, as a Christian, what are your values? Keep going, please. Such as reliability. Uh, are you, what? Reliability. All right. That's, that's difficult right there. Can people rely on you? Can your family rely on you? Can your brothers and sisters rely on you? And this other one really will hurt you. Honesty. 
honesty. Are you an honest person? Are you honest? Even when it hurts. You see, there's one thing that, that I like about Sister Gwen and I, and, and, and she knows me. And so sometimes she'll ask me, she says, how does that look? And you know, I'm good at it. I'm really good. I said, yep. I'll say, where cream is that? I don't like that. Those earrings, I'll get something a little bit. She don't get mad. I'm being honest. Right. Now, some of y'all can't do that because you you'll be going to McDonald's for dinner. <laughs> but, 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 but you want honesty. Right. So guess what? If you don't want a person to be honest, don't, don't ask. ask. Right. How about this one, Pastor? Loyalty. What about loyalty? What happened to loyalty? What happened to God? Of course, working on yourself, your family. Yes, your family and your church family and your friends. What happened to loyalty? How do you have loyalty? I tell you all all the time. I'm going to talk to. Yeah, there's a lot of couples in here, and young people are going to be couples. When you know somebody loves you. And I do this sometimes in counseling. You want to marry them, and you want to be, and you say you love them. I said, do you have loyalty enough if it came to a point you had to change their diapers? Because it could happen at any age. Are you that loyalty? Do you have that kind of loyalty? You see? Do you understand? I'm doing very good. And people look at me, and seven-time cancer survivor, they look at this, but it's, you know, pretty soon chemo and radiation and stuff's going to take a toll on my body. Right. My faith will be strong. I know God is there, but I need loyalty from here. Right. And some of you all. Amen. Are you with me? So do you have, are you loyal? Next one. Sincerity. Are you sincere? You know, the, one of the words that we use, we need, some of us just shouldn't even say it. I love you. You know what that means? You really love him? I used to use what Dr. Robert Schuler years ago, some of you are too young to remember that, but he used to say it after every service, God loves you and so do I. And the people would repeat back, repeat back. I stopped doing that because I didn't want anybody in the congregation to lie. That's right. We don't have, what's those things when they uh, get money, the church gets money? Pledges. Pledges. We don't do pledges in this church, right? Because emotion will tell you, you can pay so much, and then you don't have it. You understand what I'm saying? And so, you know, for visitors are shocked when they come to our church because we don't take up an offering. We got a thing back there if you want to put something in it because we don't want anybody's mad money. So, so, we don't, we, <laughs> so we don't put, we don't, we don't, you don't have to put anything in there if you don't want to put anything in there. But if you feel like it. Are we using the word loyalty? You know what loyalty is? Kim and Logan buried their grandmother, excuse me, their grandchild yesterday. And they're on point today. That's right. That's right. I got people to move in this church for two weeks. Y'all know it. Some of you sitting here know what I'm talking about. Here we go. 
Fairness. Fair. Respect. What? Respect. Respect. I think there, because all of you have heard it, you're going to act like you didn't. I think it was Aretha said, just give me a little bit of respect. Yeah. All right. You heard him. Your wife's looking at you. You better That's give right. it. <laughs> Got yeah, yeah, you got respect. Do you have respect? And here's what. Listen to me. If you remember this, your life will be good. I accept every human being as a child of God. I may not approve of their lifestyle. Right. Everybody's got a right to their opinion. I'm glad. Let me tell you something. Say, give me some wise counsel, Pastor. If two people are the same, somebody ain't necessary. That's right. Say it again. Say it again. I'm telling you, I just got the wrong group today. <laughs> Here we go. And lastly, if you're a person of integrity, do you have courage and trustworthiness? Do you have courage? And sometimes courage is to say no. It takes as much courage to say no sometimes as to say yes. Okay? And the last one was trustworthiness? Trustworthiness. How trustworthy are you? Can we trust you? It drives me. You all know that I coached uh, over 25 years at Park University, <clears throat> over 25 years as a Kansas City Blazers coach, four years at St. Teresa's Academy. And the one thing that people would say about Coach Fields is they could trust their daughters with him. It just drives me crazy when a coach messes with a child. Right. Right. Because we promise, in college, when you give a scholarship in college, you talk to the parents. And the parents, when they say that that kid's coming from Florida, and we have them from all over the Bahamas, all over we had them, they're trusting you with their child. You see? You want to have, say, give me some more wise wisdom, Pastor. Because I'm on a roll. <laughs> Get married. You walk up that aisle. And the father says, Pastor says, who gives this woman to be married to this man? I mean, the pastor says that. And the father says, I do. He steps back. The man takes her hand. What he's doing is trusting you. If he's a God man, he's trying you should and if he ain't a God man, you shouldn't be bringing him up here, but her up here. Right. But he's a God man, go to this court. He's he's a God man. He can be trusted with my daughter. When I done my daughter's wedding, first of all, I'm I've done the first, walked up, and they said, who gives this man, this woman to be married to this man? I said, I do. Then I switched, and then I came up and done the rest of the wedding. And when I was repeating some of the vows to them, and Tyrone stumbled. <laughs> and I done this. I ain't got nothing to be worried about, do I? <laughs> oh, that sounds like Pastor Peel, don't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, see? And he's a great husband, but uh, we want to make sure we got that right, brother. Oh, yeah, I said it. And the bad part about it, I met it. All right, here. Right. My only daughter, you kidding me? Get me out of this.
going to read more about integrity. All right, here we go. It says, a person of integrity displays a principled dedication to values and beliefs. Are you really dedicated to the values and beliefs of this book? Hmm. Are you dedicated to the values and beliefs in this book? Okay. I'm going to pose this as a question instead okay. of reading. Okay. Are you a person who always seeks to reflect ethical standards or form a pure motivation and do the right thing regardless of the circumstances or if inconvenienced? There's some things that you got to do is the right thing, but it's very inconvenient. Sometimes you do the right thing that hurts. Sometimes to do the right thing that will make you cry. But if you have integrity, you're going to do the right thing. Y'all quiet because you're listening. Lastly, acting with integrity provides an example for others to follow. Your children, when your children see you with integrity, it goes on to the next generation. All right? And gives you peace of mind in knowing you did the right thing regardless of the outcome. And sometimes the outcome doesn't come out the way you want it to do, but you've done yours right. You've done the right thing. You see? And sometimes the right thing will hurt you but you've done the right thing. And sometimes if people ask me to, uh, questions and I don't, you know, I'm one that doesn't like, think you need to be in a lot of counseling because I don't get paid like counselor does. So we don't get paid a, a lot of counseling, so I'm short. You know how to say, do the right thing. Right. I don't know anything else about all this other stuff. Right. Do the right thing. Right. Just do the right thing. Are you one of those people that no matter how it hurts or how inconvenient it is, you're going to do the right thing? You see, I know your mother didn't do some things that she could have done better, but she needs you now. So give, do the right thing. Father, right, brother, sister, do the right thing. Now listen to me, and get it right so when you go out here and say what Pastor said, because you know folks are masters at that. There are some people I don't like but I do the right thing That's right. because yeah. God didn't tell me to like them. He told me to love them. That's right. So he didn't say, just do the right thing to people you like. Do the right thing, period. That's right. Does that make sense? Right. Am I doing all right? Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get Again, back this. to Psalms 119, beginning with verse 1 from the Passion. We're told that you're only truly happy when you walk in total integrity. So you're only going to be happy when you walk in what? Total, total integrity. integrity. So we're going to walk totally in integrity. You're going to be happy because you've done the right thing. Yeah. <clears throat> All right? It says walking in the light of God's word. And walking in the light of God's word. So remember now I told you when we have opinions, we're in the flesh. The right thing is here. You see, the right thing is here. Love your neighbor as yourself. Here. And that's kind of hard to do sometimes. Amen. But according to the gospel, it's the right thing. 
church. All right? Verse 2 says, What joy overwhelms everyone who keeps the ways of God? Those who seek him as their heart's passion. My passion is to seek the will of God in my life. That should be your passion. How many of us, only people say amen to know what I'm talking about, are glad that they finally figured out everything that they were seeking was the most worst thing that could ever happen to them? And you wished you were still was seeking it, but you caught it. You know what I'm talking about? This is a life lesson today. It's a life lesson. You see? Verse 3 says, they'll never do what's wrong, but will always choose the paths of the Lord. We're always going to do what? Choose the path the, of God. Thank, thank you. The path of the Lord. And that's tough. That's tough to choose that path that the Lord has for us. It's tough. I'm not telling you it's easy. It's hard. You know, they make it sound easy. Because, see, I watch a lot of ministers, different ministers, and they just make you feel good, make it easy. And I'm like, bro, no, it ain't easy. It's not that easy. And then people fail and they think something's wrong with them because they thought it was going to be easy. It's not going to be. You know what one of the hardest things there is? Marriage. That's right. Can you imagine living by yourself and all at once you got another person living with you? Right. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't be cowards up in here. Then right. you got another person living and you got to change things. Amen. You got to change things in your house, move stuff around. Right? Right? And she likes, yeah, give her, you know, if you're a real man, you're going to give up a whole lot of space. Give up your space. And, and then your wife wants ugly pictures in the living room. And, 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 and she's got these pictures up there, and I want a picture of Reggie White sitting up there, Vince Lombardi. I'm just joking, but mine's downstairs. Hers, it's different. In a few days, we'll be married 53 years. Amen. Okay? All right? And I'll let you know when. You think that we like everything the same? No. You think it's been easy for me to put up with Sister Gwen? <laughs> okay. Do you think it's been easy for her to put up with me? No. <laughs> you got you, Mama Gwen. Got you. Now, I was getting ready to give the brother in the white suit there some compliments because he'd been listening. I'm done with you. He laughed louder than anybody in the church. <laughs> but are y'all with me? You're laughing. But do you see what we're talking about here? We're looking for something. We're trying to live a life with no sacrifices. It's impossible. Somebody's going to have to give up ground. And if you love the person that you're with, it's not that difficult. That's right. That's right. It's not that difficult. You see? Because... With integrity, with integrity, you're going to do the right thing. You're going to do the right thing. Skip to some place. I'll just do the first one because I'm, they, they let me know my time. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. We're good. I'm good. Go so ahead. we're going to go no, to the yeah, we're going, yeah, you, No, no, just go right on down. Go back I'm to sorry. First. 
Passion verse 1. Mm -hmm. You're only truly happy when you walk in total integrity. Yeah. Walking in the light of God's word. I'm trying to walk in the light of God's word. I used to use this. Come on, man. Say amen. When, when, wait till I get through. I, I, I never saw my father. Not even a picture. So I used to make excuses about some of my behaviors because of the lack of having a father in my home. Until I got saved, I got a father. Different DNA. I'm not fatherless. And then there's people that's fathered me along the way. Because the Bible says we're father to who? The fatherless. We're mothers to who? The motherless. So the church, it should be a place for the fatherless and the motherless. Yes. Amen? Amen. All right, here we go. We'll go verse four. No, yeah, we're going to do the whole thing. Just okay. go right on down, okay? It says, what joy overwhelms everyone who keeps the ways of God? Those who seek him as their heart's passion. My heart's passion is to seek God and to have more God in my life. All right, three. They'll never do what's wrong but will always choose the paths of the Lord. Even if it hurts, I want to choose his path. Right. And sometimes it's going to hurt, I'm going to choose his path. And there's one word in there that just terrifies me, it upsets me, but i got to choose his path. And only the people who have a hard time with this say amen after I get through, forgiveness. Amen. Amen. But that's his path. Yeah. I hear you, honey, I hear you. Sometimes... It's strictly the Holy Spirit because I'm, I'm hurting. That's right. Okay. We're told in verse 4, God has prescribed the, the right way to live. God has, is, here's the right way. I don't have to get a college education or a degree. The right way is here. It's right here. Okay, here we go. Simply put, obeying his laws with all our hearts. I got to obey his law. I walk as Christ, I talk as Christ, I think as Christ. I have the spirit of Christ within me. It's his law. And to be as Christ. All right? He said, how I long for my life to bring you glory as I follow each and every one of your holy precepts. The only person. Everybody look at me. The only person that you ought to try to please is him. You please him. Now, you're going to hurt some people's feelings. But the only person you got to try to please is him. Yeah. I try to please him. If I'm pleasing him, I'll be a good husband, a good father, a good grandfather, a good pastor, a good friend, a good brother. That's right. I'm talking about for you all. All right? He says, then I'll never be ashamed, for I take strength from all your commandments. I won't be, ash I won't be ashamed, because my strength comes from what? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, thy soul, and thy strength. And love thy neighbor as thyself. It takes strength. Because sometimes, I don't know if any of you all have been here since today. Sometimes I love God, but it's hard for me to love me. Amen. Amen. Keep going. Again, I'll never be ashamed, for I take strength from all your commandments. I won't be ashamed of my beliefs. And I won't get in debates with anybody about them because it's about his commandments in my life. All right? 
I will give my thanks to you from a heart of love and truth. Have the kids to come up. I will give my what? Thanks to you uh -huh. from a heart of love and truth. That's all I can give you, God. They got it. Say that again. I will give my thanks to you from a heart of love and truth. Today I can say, God, thank you. I give my heart to you. Love to you. Because 27 years ago at this very moment, I was on an operating table. And they had told me when I went in, they was going to try to give me five to seven years to live. 27 years ago. That's right, amen. 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 So I'm thinking it. Amen. I'm thinking it big time. And surely some of you all love me enough to be thanking me for him for being there. I thank him for that. You see? Thank him for that young lady there. Amen. I thank him for you all here. Right. See? Okay, but you know. To get the best, you got to be the best. I thought I'd throw that in. You know what I'm saying? Right. And wait a minute. Aren't you thankful for my humor? Amen. Come on. I want to set up in church. Now, let's get some humor. Young lady, you can head to the back, to your spot. You see what I'm saying? All right. A little bit more. And again, I will give my thanks every time I learn more of your righteous judgments. I give thanks every time. I ain't got but one judge. It's him. Nobody else. The judge is me but him. All right, here we go. I will be faithful to all your word reveals, so don't ever give up on me. I'm going to keep working and doing everything that this book reveals. God don't give up on me. Ask me why I say God don't give up on me. Because I haven't got it all together yet. But I'm still working on it. Amen. They can set with their parents. They can set with their parents. It's not bothering me. I'm done anyway. All right. Wasn't that a good message? You all can go ahead.